Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM for session 30, uh, and all the sessions going forward until we say otherwise. <laughs> My name is JC. Uh, I am here with two nerds, uh, Tom, Aaron, Norman. That is me, and yes, you are the DM until we decide to vote you off the island. Uh, yikes. You are the and weakest I'm, link. I'm clearly, Goodbye. I'm clearly outnumbered here, so <laughs> I am the weakest link. <laughs> Goodbye. And then, of course, we have Ryan Crixus Kukta. And Don't I sound get him. <laughs> I see Pretzel Rocks is now playing Viking something by Viking Guitar. Nebula by Viking Guitar. I am amped for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I see the word Viking now, and that's where my head goes. And as you can kind of see in my living room, my swords on the other wall. I have Viking shit. I love Vikings. Oh, I thought those Vikings were giant cool. toothpicks. It's pulls them <laughs> down just for that. Garfield, the cartoon, his girlfriend has that gap in her front teeth. Uh huh. And and that one year, he hands her, he says happy birthday, and he hands her like a steak for like a tent steak, like this <laughs> massive wooden steak. And she said, what's this for? He goes, it's a toothpick. <laughs> One of the Not earlier. Not going to get you laid. No, no. They don't have a relationship where I think he gets much anyways. It makes sense. Also, if you yeah. have a stray hand gap like that, you're not getting anything stuck up in there. <laughs> that is the truth. Yes. Stray hand. Stray hand gap. The stray hand gap. All right. D&D, we have finished, for all intents and purposes, the Dragons of Icepire Peak. And now are moving into this wonderful frosty book right here. Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. So, uh, if you want to recap, go back and listen to the last episode. You're not getting one here. <laughs> we'll give you a quick 30-second recap of our last session, but that's about it. Yes, they fought a dragon. They beat a dragon. They rode sleds down a thing and got drunk. And, and now, and now, Crixus is puking. Oh no, wait, Crixus did puke. He needs to get shit out of yesterday. Puke, yesterday. His puke yeah, we had to stay in. We had to stay an extra day to give Crixus some time to recover. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you've cleaned up your money, Crixus. You guys spent your day in Fandolin, uh, hungover, drinking water. Um, lesser restorating yourselves if you have that ability to <laughs> or just taking the long road as far as recovery from a night of revelry drinking music and yakking in which ellie could not find her way back to her room well she found her way back to her room she couldn't get inside her room um Crixus passed out on the stage and proceeded to puke in his tip bucket so he's cleaned up his money i was fine all the best, uh, all the best rock stars do Oh yeah, of course. Stage at some point. <laughs> um, in that day, uh, you would have probably done two things. I assume you would have stopped at Barthen's Provisions to either sell off stuff or um, purchase some traveling goods for your trip to the north. And you would probably have stopped at. Um, Oh my god, I am old. I forgot his name. 
I looked it up this morning too. I was trying to be really good this morning. Um, Harbin Wester at his place to collect the reward for the old dragon. So my question is to you, what did you want to try and sell here? Um, let's deal with uh, Barthen's provisions first. All right. So I'm going to be, so we're in the store. I'm going to plop my yeah. pack down on the ground and I'm going to start rummaging through it while Crixus and Ellie um, do whatever they need to do. Okay. Yeah, so Crixus have horses that I don't know that they can take with them. What do you think about that? You know at this point you would be able to take the horses at least back to Neverwinter. Okay. Where you got them from. Um, you know... Good. You know by reputation the owner and CEO of Acquisitions Incorporated Omadron is a tight, a financially tight motherfucker when it comes to, yeah, stuff like that. So you're not expecting anything back, really, necessarily? If you end well, up dealing I'd with definitely be interested in giving licorice a good home, so. Well, and that would be, and they'd be appreciative of their horses coming back. You never know how that'll go. Side but jump? it is also horses for the next couple days travel uh, west down the Tribor Trail and then north on the high road to Neverwinter. As, as a side note, licorice belongs in my belly. No, no. Unless you're a big you fan of racking? horse meat. <laughs> I, I prefer red licorice actually over black. Mm. black I am not garbage. into black licorice at all. Redheads, blackheads? Hot I, garbage. Yeah. Blackheads, raven-haired, super different. Redheads and raven-haired women are both equally beautiful. <laughs> I'm into it. Boomtown, get them. <laughs> I don't really have anything. Um, looking through my uh, equipment that I carried over from the castle. Okay. So I'm right. good with kind of all my equipment. So I'm sitting here on the floor. I'm sitting pretzel-legged or cross-legged. And I have my bag in front of me, and I'm just pulling stuff out left and right. I have a bag of six bracers off to my right. I have uh, I have a small bag of diamonds sitting in front of me. I have uh, do do I pulled out. Uh, I have three mushrooms that I had from like day two of our trip from the when we went. Funny thing about the mushrooms is you pull them out, they're they're kind of falling apart. Yep, a little bit. Yeah, it's I'm kind of shaking off the bracers because it's got particles on it. Yeah, and then and then yeah, I find okay. the uh, acid gland, which has been sitting in my yeah, pack you kind for of a while. Find that. Yeah, and you kind of find the that spot actually. Actually, as you're digging through your bag in your <laughs> bag, um, you're really lucky to have most of your stuff. It's pretty threadbare in the corner where. <laughs> that acid gland was and there isn't a lot left to that acid gland you kind of pull it up and there isn't like hardly anything in it it's more of a rotten piece of meat at this point i'm gonna ask the the person behind the counter like do you have a garbage <laughs> yeah um yeah i have a garbage in here take some of this too and he tosses you a small bag of powder realizing what that is um put that on whatever that has been touched with and your fingers and 
Yeah, if that was loose in your bag like that, you're going to want to neutralize that with that powder. <laughs> I, I'm just going to do a Crixus and LeBron James the dust of making everything not acid anymore. <laughs> just shove it on everything. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm going to set that up to the side with the uh, mushrooms. I'm going to throw that in the garbage. But then I pull out this other book, and I'm kind of looking at it. I'm like, oh, crap. Guys, do you know what this is? Do you Have you ever seen this before? And it's the uh, the uh, monk's guide, or idiot guide to being a monk. It's the, it's the, you know, like those idiot's guide books. Yeah. It's like, uh, is that what they're called? The idiot's, or the dummies? Oh, yeah, yeah. being a monk for D- dummies. dummies. Monk for dummies. Yeah. Monk for dummies. And I hold it up. I'm like, ah, I took this from a rich guy. Yeah, he happened to be a monk too. Hmm. I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna set it off to the side. I forgot I had that. Right. Side note: right. I suddenly want to make a like micro podcast series on all the classes in D and D: monk for dummies, sorcerer for dummies, bard for dummies, oh. and just do a base. Oh my god! I think I may do that. Tom will have to talk about that later. That'd be a great YouTube series. Mm-hmm. I may have to do that. So you have the bracers, you have the diamonds. Bracers and diamonds. Yep. Book um, that I don't think you're getting rid of. Book, nope. I'm. I I forgot I had it. I, yeah. So there's a so this monk guy. He was kind of rich. He had a big backpack. I may or may not have taken it. I took it. Yeah. So it's been sitting at the bottom of my bag. I forgot. I wanted to read it because well, I get lonely on my trips. But I've been a little busy the past. A month or so. Ellie, Ellie, kind of. She's looking at you. She says, "Is this before I met you?" Yeah. Yeah. This is probably this is probably a couple days before I met. Before we met. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole, the whole, uh, you know, finding or seeing you and dying and then coming back to life thing kind of put it out of my mind for a while. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Funny, huh? He was a monk. Yeah. Monks have shit too. Might be good for you. Oh right. <laughs> you... <laughs> she smirks at you like that and then breaks into laughter. Do you see me meditating? No, I don't. That's why I said this might be good for you. Just because I read a book doesn't mean I believe in it. I just, I'm curious. I'm monk curious. Monk curious. Okay. Hmm. Everybody anyway. needs a change of pace from time to time. Yeah, I'm tired of reading all the other books that I've been reading. Um. So yeah. So I have diamonds, diamonds, and scales that I. That's the only thing I really have that I can get rid of. Diamonds, diamond scales, claws, teeth. Oh, uh, yeah, dragon teeth. I think you wrote all that down by hand. Nope, I have it here. Dragon claws and dragon teeth. I was thinking I could use those for crafting, but it's just the scales that I use. What's that? You could. You got to come up with some sort of idea for them, then someone might be able to suggest something for you. Yeah, so I was going to hold on to those just just for the time being. Um, Yeah, I think even if you're never able to wear, like, the really thick armor, I think a dragon scale armor for one of your clerics might be great so yeah well and even the dragon claws and the dragon teeth could be i mean i'm sure we can find a use for that at some point right i've had players use them as 
arrowheads before. Yeah, I, f I figured you could, Bigger. depending upon what weapons you guys have, you can attach them to like your your shield. Although, we, could, we could throw dragon claws on the front of your shield and use it to. For, that like, would be dashing. yeah. Yeah, that would be a, a way to do it. I will say that these claws and teeth aren't large enough to make anything like a dagger. Um, they'd probably they'd be... just sell the claws and teeth. To be honest, with okay. You. I'll do that then. If you wanted to, okay. Um, now I gotta do math then. Oh no, that math is actually relatively yeah. simple. So six bracers, one small bag of diamonds, uh, 19, 19 white claws, and 19 white claws. Uh, and eleven dragon teeth. Um, claws and teeth. Okay. Um, what did I say? I if you go in D and D Beyond, you gotta look up equipment. That's how you find the price of everything. I remember stumbling across that one. Hey, that's the thing I need to search for to find the table on what everything costs. Uh, your... I'm just trying to figure out what your... Uh... Um... Sorry about this. Nope, that's fine. Oh, if you've got some numbers, I can put them together. I'm in the Artificer. Why am I in the Artificer? I clicked on the wrong damn thing. <laughs> I'm like, why am I scaling, scrolling through? There we go. Equipment, basic rules. I can probably remove my potion of invulnerability, huh? Yeah, you probably should do that because you drank that. It's just an empty flask now. You could sell the flask probably for a couple of silver if you wanted to. Sure, I'll sell the flask. I go to monsters. What the frick? Okay, remember I said... um. Search equipment. And the link for equipment goes to monsters for some reason. <laughs> At least in oh. this search. That is so strange. Let's try this one. Doesn't feel right. Personality and background. Equipment. Oh, because equipment is listed within several spots. So there's equipment on monsters. Okay. So the word equipment appears in the monster <laughs> manual. That's weird. Why is this? Come here. Oh, here we go. Equipment section. Da da da. Da. Weapons. Yay. All right. So you had six sets of bracers. Six bracers um, total. Three sets. Or six, six bracers. Three sets. All right. Um, Barthen's kind of looking through the stuff as you're kind of pulling it out, and Ellie's helping. Like you're putting it out all on the floor, and she's kind of working with you. Like you want to get rid of this? Like you keeping this stuff? And she's kind of setting the stuff on the counter, and allowing Barthen to kind of go through and kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is good. So, the bracers, the um, claws, teeth. Uh, he gets out. He's got gets out this little abacus and starts flipping beads around back and forth. And yeah, um, I could mm, the diamonds in the bag. Did I tell you how much was in there? No, you just told no. me a small bag of diamonds. DM discretion. For some reason, I think that's 300 gold worth of diamonds. Okay. Ooh. In my head, I saw that. I remember seeing that somewhere. I could be wrong, but... See if he has a 300 gold piece diamond. 
Um, you mean like a, like a large diamond? Yeah. Exchange like the small pieces exchange. for one big one. Um, you mentioned that, and he kind of looks at you and says, Oh, I have nothing of that size here. The best I could do for your diamonds would be to give you gold for them. Um, if you're looking for something like that, a larger city like Neverwinter, maybe, or if you find yourself down south, Waterdeep. Okay. Yeah, Let's I'll keep that. Make in mind. a mental note. Um, I could give you six gold for the three, or for the six, the three sets of bracers. Um, I can do 150 for the. The claws and the teeth. 150 claws and teeth. 300 for the diamonds. That sound like a fair price? Yeah, that sounds pretty fair. 156 for the bracers, the claws, and the teeth. Yep, that sounds good. Um, Ellie looks at Aaron on for a second and says and she kind of leans forward and just kind of puts on a, a small smile and says Barthen we've we've bought from you we've worked from you I think this stuff might be worth a little more don't you and let's see how this goes <laughs> oh hang on this would be persuasion oh it's the same okay and she kind of just leans forward and smiles at him gently. And, uh, yeah, I might be able to do like 180. That's unfair. That, that's, thank you, Barthen. I appreciate it. And she kind of winks at him and pats his hand. So 180 for it all. Woohoo. Happy fun times. Yeah. So. All right, yeah, um, DM's note to his players. These guys are shop owners. They're worried about their business. These prices are always negotiable. Okay. Keep that in mind whenever you're sure. shopping. It's why there are persuasions. Sure, especially a place that we're leaving behind, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Although Ellie did it very, um, very politely and very nicely. Got a very good reaction from Barthen. You could also intimidate if you like. I mean, you can stick she your probably gets a two point table. Point. I know these are worth more. Damn it! <laughs> Give me a fair price. So there are ways to go about getting more money for your things. Something you might not she probably gets a two point bump for uh, feminine wiles as well. Yeah, I'm guessing there's some certain aspects of that that may or may not have gone into consideration. She's a pretty lady. Um, she is wearing armor though, so there's no. None of that stuff. I mean, but she's clearly. She didn't use her body. She was just very polite and very friendly about it. She has a plus one to her charisma, so it works. So you get 180 gold for that. So you are maintaining your 11 or 11 scales still. Mm -hmm. Um, You're keeping the diamonds. I thought I sold the diamonds. Were you selling the diamonds? For 300? Are you going to sell them for 300? He didn't realize you were selling them for 300. I thought you were waiting until you went to Neverwinter. Oh, is that what we're going to do, Kershaw? Yeah, just hold on to him just in case a shopkeeper doesn't want to sell a diamond for at least 300. Maybe we can get a 
barter system for it. Yeah, if you find a if you find a jeweler, you might be able to, especially if these diamonds are cut well. Which, looking at it, it seems like they are. That's a lot of work that is saved. Right. If they can go here, here's a bunch of nicely cut diamonds, and here, here's a big raw diamond, which it doesn't matter what it looks like to you guys. It's it's cost and it's properties that matter to you guys for what you want 300 gold diamond for perfect all right all right the deals are done all right fantastic Uh, safe travels you guys leave barthens and you head to um um harbin wester's place the the head of uh phandalin his place where the or the message board, the questing board that you've been back and forth to several times is. And when you first step out the door of Barthens, again, you realize what last night was like as the sun hits you in the eye. And it is it is literally the scene in Varsity Blues when they come walking out of the club <laughs> all night and it's morning. Sun hitting their eyes and you're like, oh. So... Um, that's good to know, genius. Revivify what we're actually referencing as far as 300 gold in diamonds. Apparently, it can be just in diamonds. It doesn't need to be one diamond worth 300 gold. So, so if we, I can just hold on to the bag or give, I can give the bag. I mean, you should give yeah, the bag. Crixus, cast Revivify, honestly. <laughs> Crixus should have that bag then, and I'll explain the details of Revivify will allow me to bring back a deceased. However, it, it's costly, and I will need the entire bag of diamonds. Uh, I think we should just keep them. All right. There you go, dude. <laughs> and he looks at you and looks at Crixus and looks at you and looks at Crixus and goes, wow. You actually value something more than money. Well, Who knew yeah, it would be he, your life? <laughs> if he can bring me back to life, yeah, that's worth it. And as I give him the bag, he kind of takes it, and my hand doesn't let go. I'm like, <laughs> e- e- <clears throat> all right, there you go. Um, so you head over to Harbin Wester's. Uh, the door is closed. It looks like no one's home. What do you do? Knock on the door. You hear some padding of feet inside. Little thing opens up. What do you need? Uh, oh, it's us. Yes, our heroes. What do you got? He's just looking through. He's trying to get a better view of you. Are you here? What do you need? We're here to turn in the uh, the thing. The thing? What thing? <clears throat> I, what I believe we- what. What he's trying to say is, we're here to collect the reward for the vanquishing of the terrorizing dragon. Yeah, that too. You see his eyes squint at you. Slams the thing closed and you hear several locks unlocking of the door. And it kind of creaks open. He looks at you and goes, you killed the dragon? Yep. The white dragon. Yep, I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out a dragon scale and show him and put it back in my a bag. dragon scale. That's proof you killed the dragon. 
Do you want to see the other half a dozen I have, or the other dozen I have? That will go further to making me believe you killed a dragon, yes. All right, so I'm just going to open up my bag and let him stick his eyes in there. Okay. Stick his eyes in. What else is in that bag? Uh, Nothing of your concern. All right, were you asking me as the DM? I'm asking you. The DM is asking the oh. player because he's seeing a bunch of stuff besides these dragon scales. Yeah, dragon scales, manticore spine, potion of healing, clo- uh, glowing coral, bedroll, spyglass, tinderbox, torch, thieves tools. Hmm. If you need more proof, you can talk to Barton. We just unloaded a treasure trove of dragon's teeth and claws. You see him kind of look around. Hey, Billy! <laughs> he comes around and he goes, Why don't you go over to Barton's and find out if he just bought some dragon parts from these fine people? <laughs> dragon parts? Some spare parts? Okay. <laughs> And he goes, Billy goes running off. Said, so if you did kill the dragon, we are theoretically safe, and I don't need all these locks on my doors anymore. No, probably not. Uh, can I just say a dragon likely would not use the front door? His face pales in realization of what you're talking about. I'm glad it's gone then if it truly is i uh i appreciate what you have done um you have some strange stuff in there some valuable stuff in there i i I am curious about the spyglass would would you care to part ways with it it looks like it's cracked i don't know how useful it will be but it, it is something that I could add to my collection. I, I would give you like 75 gold for it. It's a beautiful spyglass. I'm going to take it out and look at look through it to see if it actually works or not. See, there is actually there's a big crack in it, and it has like two different like depth levels to it when you look through it. Um, but when you take it out and you actually pull it open to look at it, you notice it's all engraved beautifully on the sides of it, and it is actually a very beautiful spyglass. No, you know what? I think I'm going to hold on to it. We probably have use for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if somebody can fix it. Give you 80? For it? Give, give me 500 and it's yours. No, spyglass is worth 500. Like I said, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> and I'm going to get it fixed. No. I'll give you a hundred for it. No. Okay. Fair enough. I have a feeling we're gonna have use for this at some point. If I what my partner, I believe, is saying is is there may be value to this spyglass beyond what we can presently see. Yes. We're gonna use it. Fair enough. Uh the coral inside, not that I have any interest in it, but that's worth something too. You may wanna Have you seen this kind of coral before? They use it to decorate. I mean, like out on the coast, the some of the crafters on the coast that craft chairs and tables and stuff. I've seen it used as decoration, and it's it's mainly in the in the richer neighborhoods that you would find such chairs. Um, it is a um, 
a valuable thing as coral. But it's and not a like magical. A reminder to the player that each piece of the coral like that is worth 25 gold. I thought there was more stuff for you to sell. That's kind of why I was asking what was in your bag. Because <laughs> oh. I had an opportunity. I'm like, hey, I think you forgot. How much coral do you have? Six pieces. Pieces. And mm -hmm. 25 gold apiece. You got to find the right buyer, though. I don't know if Barthen would have actually bought it. So. No, and I and I didn't know what it was other than glowing coral. So I, I, it came I'm... off the throne in the... Oh, yeah. Um, that I yeah. that I knew, but I I wasn't sure if it was like magical, like if it had powers, or because I was gonna wait till we got to uh, never never winter to bring it to somebody to to look at. That is fair enough. All right. I mean, I think we could offload it on a rich guy if if you so desire. Uh, about this point, Billy comes back and goes, "Yeah, yeah, they just they just bought he just bought a bunch of he bought nineteen white claws, and and and." Um, a bunch of teeth too, like like fifteen, like he they were all over the counter. The teeth that was, he was like trying to make like a dragon's mouth. This is really cool. And he kind of looks at Billy and says, "Thank you, Billy." And he kind of tosses him a copper. As you know, no dragon would allow us to extract such items. I'm I'm yeah, I'm quite sure this 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 is suitable for um. Or this, and you see him. He just kind of thinks about it in his mind for a little bit. And he, oh, wow! I haven't felt this relaxed in a long time. Hang on a minute. I have your reward. And he goes running back in, and he comes out, and he's got a, this big ass bag, and he's kind of struggling to carry it a little bit. He goes, "Here you go," and kind of drops us large pouch of coin into your hands um there is 750 gold in this nice of coin so however you want to divide that up if crixus wants to take 250 and keep the other 500 i don't know i know there was math done similarly to that because aaron's hanging on to ellie's money <laughs> oh that's right yeah um we'll um, we'll talk about it once we before we leave the shop or before we leave this house um yeah, yeah. we're not trying to fight over yeah. dollars no. inside this yeah. house so you guys end up taking care of that um he thanks you again he goes inside he mixes himself a drink and he comes out and sits out on his porch with his drink have a good night have good much pitting. Good catch on the mute there, Kukta. Are your ears still on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got me? <laughs> uh, that was a sneeze and a half. I saw it. I heard it, even though I didn't hear it. It's one of those. <laughs> uh, yep, exactly. So you guys spend the rest of your day just kind of bumming around the town, recovering, getting an early night's sleep at the inn. And you are ready to go in the morning. Horses are fed, watered. You have provisions for heading north um, towards Neverwinter and further. All right, you guys. Uh, all right. Actually, Crixus, you want to you wanna split? Yeah. Any, any conversation you want to have as far yeah, as I mean, I'll do that now. 
I'll take two hundred and then the bag of three hundred gold. I'm not trying to uh to three hundred gold. Yeah. Or yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, the three hundred yeah. gold pieces worth of diamonds. And then I'll take two hundred dollars of gold and the rest you and uh Ellie can split. So five Ellie can Crixus when Crixus says this, you and Ellie can split and she kind of winks at Crixus knowing that she's going to probably see much of it. So 550 for me, 200 for you? Yep. Perfect. Alright. You set out on a bright chilly morning. There's very little wind today when you set out on the Tribor Trail heading west. You know, um, as a side note, we weren't thinking. No? No. We, sh- we should have gotten something like hollow coconuts to to, to do for to do for the horses when we're traveling. <laughs> <laughs> you mean we as in the DM and the players weren't thinking? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you on the basket. Your camera shakes when you do that. It's almost like you're riding. <laughs> now I don't have anything close by me that would do that. I just, I don't know why that popped into my head, but Mon- Monty Python style, we should have had something. I got this wonderful dice tray box from Wizards of the Coast. Oh. Yeah, that <laughs> kind of works. <laughs> Sounds great. <clears throat> as long as All we right. don't have to have a have questions about swallows and what they can carry in. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not an engineer. We could ask Lazy Dragon to calculate that shit for us. <laughs> yeah, if we could get on that Lazy Dragon. Uh, how much can an average barn swallow carry? Yes. All right. It's less of a calculation. It feels like more of a Google it. <laughs> Someone actually, there was an engineer that actually wrote his thesis on that. Because being a geek, I'm on geeky websites and stuff, and came across the story where an engineer was talking about it. That does not and surprise all, me. All the math from the movie works, is what it, what it amounts to, which is phenomenal <laughs> when you think about it. So you're heading down the Tribor Trail, heading west. Beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky. Very little breeze. A little bit of a chill to the air. About 40 degrees or so. Fahrenheit, for if anyone can watch these. I'm sorry, I'm looking for Celsius. <laughs> yeah, you're looking for Celsius? Google it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Such hostilities. <laughs> yeah, DM's getting hostile this morning, damn it. It may lead to combat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um... It's going to take you a couple days on both on the Tribor Trail and the High Road to get to Neverwinter. Um, but it goes by uh, well. The second day is a little bit cloudier, but there's no nothing miserable about your travel to Neverwinter. Um, and in the middle of the third day, you arrive in Neverwinter. Um, And I have a picture of Neverwinter here on the coastline. Neverwinter. So pretty. So, so pretty. Very pretty. Uh, comes with that dice kit I just said. 
what would you like to do now that you are in Neverwinter? Bustling city on the coast. Well, I would like to see if anybody knows anything about the glowing coral. Other than the fact that it glows. Um... Crixus, make an intelligence check. You've been, you've spent a lot of time in Neverwinter trying to recall a place that might have made furniture or things as such. Um, history or just intelligence? Uh, intelligence. Nine. Nine. Does it change if it's history? History would work, too. Yeah. How much? Ten. Ten? Yeah, you actually are able to find a, uh, a little shop. Um, chairs and tables and bars. The name of the shop. Um, you go inside, and there is a uh, dwarf behind the counter. Um, kind of a red-haired dwarf. Think, think a short version of um Tormund Giant Spain from Game of Thrones. And he just kinda looks at you, ah ha, customers. What can I do for you? I'm wondering if you could give me some info on what these are. And I'm gonna pull out one of the coral and show it to him. Oh yeah that's those are harvested out in the out in the ocean um, off the coast here. Honestly, actually a bit further south, but we use those in um, decorative pieces. Uh, it's great accent pieces for people that want a nautical theme for their for their furniture. Um, very valuable. Uh, the rich love having that stuff put on their, on their chairs and stuff. Uh, we had a king a while back that came in here, wanted his throne outlined with stuff like that. Hmm. You don't say. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I could. Are you there, looking to sell? Well, is there one? anything to them other than the fact that they glow? No. No, they just, just a property. No, it's just a property of them. Just glow. It is. It is a unique specimen of coral that grows in the southern sea. Hmm. I well. That's why I, the rich like it. I gotcha. So I have six of them. Um, make me an offer. Six pieces? Mm -hmm. uh, I could give you 120 gold for them easily. I'm going to glance over to Crixus. I'm going to say... For finished pieces this valuable, don't you think 150 might be a better price? Make a persuasion check at advantage. So you actually laid out a very good point. This is a finished piece that just was disconnected from a chair. <laughs> it doesn't require him to do any work. And I'm going to agree with eight, Christmas. I have 18. 18? You make a good point, finished pieces, yes. Uh, I, I, I could... Yes, I can do 150. 150 is... That is more than fair. Oh, save me some time. Give me a minute. He goes in back and he kind of comes out and pouch up on. What the other car. what other things do do I see visually in this store? Uh, tables and chairs and bars. It is literally really... literally what he does. 
There's bonjour, there are bar setups, there are tables, there's an actually an elaborate throne in one corner made of finely carved wood. Actually gorgeous, it's got this wolf's head over the top of it and these two uh, ravens' heads coming off the arms of the chair. It actually it looks really, really nice. All right. Uh, and he kind of, he takes the money and he kind of dumps it out and stacks it in piles and then like a dealer with poker chips kind of lays it out so mm -hmm. that you can count it quickly and then slides it all back in the bag and hands it to you. All right, I'm going to take out the other five and put them on the counter. And he takes them very carefully and kind of puts them below the counter. He said, oh, those will be, thank you. That'll, that'll add, add nicely to a project. No, thank you. Good deal, sir. Good day. So you I have. Said <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> um, the um, I feel like I'm just handing you bags of money this morning. <laughs> hey man, I am cool with it. I went from eighty it's gold to nine hundred and seventy. It's about damn time, right? <laughs> uh huh. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, earn you too. Um. Yeah. So, working through that transaction, where would you like to head next? Kind of step out, and it's midday. Uh, there's a light breeze coming in. You can smell the ocean. Sounds of the port. I'm, look I'm looking for some sort of um, metal worker. Metal worker, like a smith type? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you can absolutely find a smith shop. Um, yeah, there I need is... to unload a shield, apparently. I didn't see this in my sack the first time. It's on my that body. given to you by your friend. <clears throat> Are you actually going to sell the shield Crixus gave you? <laughs> oh, that's right. Me? No, I'm like, why do I have a shield? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you totally can. I mean, it would be a funny moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering. Well, I don't have any. I don't think I can use it. You can always use it. You just aren't going to be proficient in your use of it necessarily. That's true. I'd like. That's true. So how do I know how proficient the metal worker would be in this town to see if uh, they could turn something over for me quickly? Um, you can go in and talk to him. Uh, you find a nearby smith. Um. And it, it will be a negotiation. I mean, it's like any negotiation. Anytime something is being created, you have time, you have quality, and you have money. Okay. Your 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 lesson one, the other two will go up, or get better in your instance. So if you take if you make it take less time, your money your charge is going to go up. If you want the quality to be high and the and the um time to be low your money's gonna go up you know that triangle yep all right so um you walk into the smith shop and there is a um middle-aged brunette um goliath this big burly woman with apron on and she's hammering away at a what looks to be like it's gonna be some sort of sword and she sees you, says, one moment, please. And ding, ding. 
you see her flipping it over and she sets her hammer down and quenches it and pulls it out and sets it on a rack to cool. Can I help you? And she kind of is wiping her hands off on her rag. Um, yes, I'm hoping that you can uh, take this unique item and turn it into a pair of hand axes. And I'm going to show her the great axe head that we received in the keep. Oh. Oh. Wow. And she's kind of looking at it. She's going, this is, um, this is fine work. I, a pair of hand axes, I may be able to do so. You really, you don't want to just put a handle back on this and clean it up a bit? This is beautiful. I'm more interested in maintaining the logo here. Of, a, of the civilization and making it more usable. She has no idea what that logo is. Sure. <laughs> it's in that one. <laughs> oh, sir. She had no clue what that logo is. Um, okay, yes, absolutely. Um, I, I see. I, I can take a cast of that and Oh, if I take a cast of that making hand axes, that's going to look weird. I have to make it smaller. Um, I can... I could do that. Um, I could make you a couple of hand axes easily from this. Um, let's see. I'm just looking for a price right now. <laughs> Um. Oh, come on. Of course, the equipment. It's a massive list. Great axe. Great axe. Yeah. Any. At the end of the day, Crixus is trying to add something range to his weapons. Some thrown weapons, basically. Yeah. Um. Oh, I hate. I hate trying to do. Just do this. Um, she looks at it and she said, I can, I can do that for you. How quickly do you need it? Well, in a perfect order, I would request it to be completed sometime tomorrow. But what are you able to do for me? I can do tomorrow. It's going to cost to do tomorrow. Um, let me do this quick. Let me see. If I... Mm. I do this and by tomorrow I'm looking up a different chart now for you add the two I, carry the one I, yeah exactly right <laughs> math, math in a hurry 
Math, a hurry. I actually have this chart now, which I'm very happy I have because I've tried to um, look this up several times in the moment, and now I actually know where to look for it. So it's <laughs> um, well, depending on quality that you want, um, I could give you a a pair of supreme quality edged blades by tomorrow um for 1200 um that is going to be the absolute best quality i can produce and an edge that would cut hair if you like um if you just wanted a typical hand axe without the added uh quality to the edge I could probably get through the pair of them for a hundred and fifty by tomorrow. Hmm. I think I would prefer the improvement in quality. Allow me to consider this option, and um, I, I may be back. Okay. Just write down what she said to you, so I don't forget. <laughs> Alright. Let me know if you uh, wish to place the order. I will indeed. Thank you for your consideration. Lazy Dragon, that is, there is any... with logos. That was quoted. Is there anything the else? Oh, sorry. sorry. Is there anything else unique in this particular um, store? Something. Uh, unique, no, but her work is phenomenal. Like, everything you're seeing on the wall is very well done, very well put together. Um, beautiful, polished. The edges on the blades look amazing. Like, there isn't a blade hanging on the wall that looks used. Anything she seems to have bought, she's restored. Um. One additional question... What what is the additional cost for those hand axes silvered? Silvered? Um well, that is a good question. What would silvering do to it? So there are creatures that are resistant to regular weapons. A weapon would have to be magical or silvered to do damage. Okay. Like wear creatures, werewolves, things like that. I gotcha. Uh, additional cost to have them silvered would be 100 gold points each. So you'd be looking at about 1,400 for the pair. That is with your engraving, um, the fine, fine edge on them. Um, you could get them silvered. So you're looking at 1,400 for the two if you have them silvered with the fine edge. If you take the fine edge off and just have my normal edge on them silvered, that would be 350 gold for the two of them. Okay. All right. Thank you for that offer. I will consider it. What is your name, sir? I am Crixus. Crixus. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Mira. Hello, Mira. It is wonderful to meet you. Uh, if anyone asks, that it's just Mira's shop. It's, I don't have a name for my shop. That is, they just know it as Mira's. My name. 
she well, kind of she kind this... of puts her head down head down and blushes a little bit like she's uncomfortable saying what she's about to say. But she says my name carries some weight in this section of town. Work of this fine quality speaks for itself, Mira. Thank you. Let me know if you would like to place that order. The sooner the better, especially if you're seeking them tomorrow. Of course, of course. I'm just hanging out. I'm just kind of poking and prodding at stuff and looking. Everything there, just like it's old. Yeah. I was just letting Crixus Brian. do his thing. Yep. Everything there is supreme. Ellie actually comes over to you and says, this is amazing work. I know. It's all too big. I, it's too big. I can't stick any of this in my cloak. Crixus says, <laughs> she seems backhands your shoulder when you say that. <laughs> Crixus will say, it seems a bit outside of the price range, but where we are headed, it seems it would be very helpful to have a couple hand axes for climbing and uh, something to protect ourselves against a magical creature. But it, it may be outside of the price range I'd be looking for. Would it help if I silvered up my rapier? I'm just sitting there shrugging because I have no clue. I'm like... Yeah, I mean... You got robot arm. You said, would it help if you what? Oh, would it help if... Oh, would it help if I uh, silvered up my rapier? Wouldn't hurt. It's always something Is to consider if you're... What's that? Or no. Is your rapier a plus one rapier or is it just a rapier? I think it's just a rapier. It is... Uh, rapier, martial yep. finesse. Yep. You do have the dragon slayer sword, though, which is a magic weapon. I do. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna discuss this with Crixus because he seems to be in the know of things like this. Okay. So I I am hoping we can find. A better set of weapons perhaps mm -hmm. in this store or or another um as we proceed to the north uh, i doubt that some of the creatures that we'll be running into are um as soft as what we've run into here as we run into the cold and hardy north mm -hmm. or per Weep. perhaps maybe instead of my my rapier i could do do it to my daggers I have a question, though. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to Luskin? We may find, and she kind of she kind of looks over her shoulder and sees Mira's gone back to work, and just kind of looks at you guys, and says, "We may be able to find a better deal in Luskin. We need to be careful if we're doing that because things are going to be shadier. But mm -hmm. on the up and up, this is this would probably be the best." one of the best places to just straight up buy stuff from. Okay. But if we were going to trade in Hegel, Luskin being kind of a pirate city would maybe be a better place to try and find hmm. my kind of people. Deal. <laughs> you would know this. You would know. They might have... You know of yeah, Luskin. They might have something better uh, as far as loot and more unique items. So it better might be in our interest. 
All right. Easier to haggle. Yep, let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, good talk. I think then we're done here. Good talk. <laughs> nice Mira chat with you, folks. He leaves. Thank you. Let me know if you would like to place your order. All right. Thanks. I will. Thank you, Mira. There's nice like under my breath. Bell. Don't hold your breath. When when you open the door, there's kind of like a cowbell. Then you heard it when you walked in. It's dong, 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 and you walk out. Onto the busy streets in mid-afternoon, never winter. Where would you like to head? I spend the day, or are you going to try and leave today? I, unless there's something else you guys want to see or do, I think it's, I'm, I'm ready to get going. I'm prepared for the travel. Yes. We have already purchased our cold weather gear mm -hmm. and we would want to, uh, start the travels as quickly as possible correct so are you taking your horses north to luskin or are you going to try and take a ship north to luskin there'll be a day's travel by ship it'll be three days travel by horse i think we still want our i say we take the horses because um we can still probably use them until we can yeah. no longer use them I mean, I, yeah, I let's say... keep our horses. You guys so travel by horse. Having traveled, you guys understand that heading north, if you get much further north of Luskin, your horses will become a hindrance almost. Yep. Having to try and take care of an animal in that cold. Okay. So do we bring them to Luskin and sell them or board them? I think. Then it... getting rid of our horses here in Neverwinter might be better as we'll know what we're dealing with than taking them Somewhere north else. and not knowing what, what kind of uh, what kind of establishments we'll be selling them to. You really love that horse, don't you? Licorice has been there for me. Do we need to have a commitment ceremony for you two? And a stool? Ah ha ha ha. Ah ha. <laughs> That so was the DM, not Ellie. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> basically, you're concerned that uh, Luskin's going to turn him into a bunch of glue bottles. And dinner, yeah, probably. And dinner. <laughs> That's what Ellie says. And dinner. It's a rougher crowd. I'm going to glance at Ellie and say, "Have you ever had horse? It's pretty good." And look back at Crixus. It's a little tough for my taste. I mean, I I do not shy away from meat. However, seeing licorice on a plate would make me weep openly. Whatever, teach his own. All right, yeah, let's get rid of him here then. We could return him to AI. I don't know if they give us anything back for them. They gave them to us in the first place. Yeah, trade. Let's see if they have anything to trade for three. Sturdy horses. So you guys head to the Acquisitions Incorporated building, and uh, you walk in, and there's a gentleman behind the counter. He says, yes, can I help you? Yes, you can help us. Uh, we're looking to trade these three horses. Are you mocking me? No. It's okay, I'm kind of used to it. I would 
Of course not. I would never do such a thing. Now he's lying to you, too. You, you spoke with a lisp when I spoke with a lisp. I'm people. Oh, did he? He did. Huh. It's what? frustrating sometimes. I can't control this. Um, well, <laughs> I understand. Yes, uh, I, I think it was merely an accident. Uh, yes, no, we do have... no harm, no harm meant, sir. We we have three horses here, sturdy, sturdy horses. Uh, we received from you uh, a mere it's weeks past. Yeah, was it? Has it been weeks already? I don't know if it's been that long. It's been maybe a yeah. week. A week. Yeah, last week I gave you the horses. Um. So, uh, yes. I remember giving you those horses. Um, they were requested by... Yes. Okay. So those horses are yours, technically. Um, yes. However, yeah. we are traveling north, and it would not be safe for them. So we're oh. hoping that we can barter them back to you, perhaps for something that might help us uh, as we travel north into the cold. We're headed north. Ooh. Oh, you're going which, which, which way? You're headed north of Luskin? Yes. Hmm. So, uh, how far north are you going? I may be able to actually give you a voucher for the, say, the, um, the, 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 the equivalent of what would be a good horse in the snow, which would be a dog sled. Indeed, that might be very beneficial. I would appreciate that. And I think to get some value and knowing that these horses are safe with you, oh, I think be that would be an adequate barter. It will be totally safe with an acquisition to incorporate its care. So uh, I'll look back to Ellie and Aranon and... Uh? Ellie's behind you. Like, when you look back at Ellie, she's like this. She's like trying to contain her excitement since she heard the word dog sled. Like dogs, oh. like she's just trying to hold a puppy back. Person. Sounds lovely. <laughs> she's got this big grin on her face. I'm grinning too, but it's because I can't stop myself from laughing at his lisp. JC, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so three dog sleds and teams to pull. That sounds fantastic. Um, okay, I'll be right, right back in a jiffy. And he goes around and he starts sitting at the desk and he's fiercely writing paper out. So there you go. Uh, there's three vouchers for dog sleds up north. Um, and if, uh, there is um, AI representation in Luskin, I think is the last place we have representation so um yeah so visit the station in Lufkin and they'll get you the dog sleds because you aren't you aren't going as far east as Mirabar are you um not to not to begin um we need a little bit more information as we get to Luskin but um we'll have to see we are we are headed to the ice wind oh 
You're headed to the Dale. Stay out of the sea of moving ice. It's dangerous. That is great information. Thank you, young man. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Have a safe travels. Have a nice day. <laughs> so you, you leave Acquisitions Incorporated so building. Hustle out of the store before. Oh, you hustle out of the store? <laughs> I'm killing Tom with his accent. All I need to say is thank you, Chris Perkins. He's the one that put a lispy uh, guy behind the counter at AI, and this is his brother, technically. <laughs> oh. My eyes are actually yeah. watering. <laughs> so, um, you guys, at this point, it's later in the afternoon. Um, you have your vouchers for your dog sleds. You have stuff um, set in order to... You just need to find yourself a ship. Wow. It's really hard to get out of that now. <laughs> I want to, you need to find yourself a ship. <laughs> so now you, yeah, now you need to find yourself a ship. Um, All right, let's head to the docks. Then. Head to the docks. You find the dock master um, sitting there and you're kind of talking to him and he's, he's kind of, he shakes his head. He, human. You're, you're old school, uh, like sailor guy. He's got the, like the, Greek style fisherman's hat on, big white beard. He's got a pipe in his mouth and a long coat on. Um, Tattoo of a mermaid without a top on. If you could see his arms, yeah, but it's chilly enough that this coat is. Yeah. Anchor with the the word mom on it. Yeah. Uh, He says, um, no, we don't, we don't have any passenger ships really uh, headed north towards Luskin. Currently, actually, heading towards Luskin is rare. Mm. Um, Put the cart before the horse on this one, literally. I'll keep an ear open for you, um, but you may, you may want to go to the pub. Mm. I don't know all that goes on here. I do know there are some less savory types that don't use the docking system shall we say Hmm. say no more well i would be less interested in using private financiers but uh it may be what we are relegated to in this case heading to luskin that's going to be probably your only option most business ships like proper businesses are headed south this is about as far north as they come So then uh, Crixus will turn and just say, uh, well, perhaps our friend at the tavern, maybe she can provide us with some information. Yeah, it's possible. And uh, there may be a thing or two I can, I might be able to help. That, oh, you're you're talking about your lady friend at the tavern that got us the horses. Indeed, yes. She may have heard of someone running north um, under more secrecy. I'll, I, I, um, I could use a, um, 
could use a meal. <laughs> she kind of puts her hand on her stomach. And maybe an Indeed. ale. Yeah, I could go for an ale. How about you, Crixus? Feeling any better? Well, we might want to. Uh, we might want to look into staying the night then. If I if I start with another ale this eve. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't mind staying the night. We can pay for a night. Rest in Neverwinter. Mm-hmm. We are taking if if we find a ship, we are taking one day to get to Luskin instead of three. That is fair. All right. Well, I th- let's be in agreement then. Yes. I am. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Starts walking down the road, knowing where the Driftwood Inn is. Driftwood Tavern. You enter the Driftwood Tavern, and it is bustling. It's dinner time. There's lots of people. There's actually a, um, a trio of bards on the stage playing a jaunty little... Uh, Almost appropriately, like seafaring jig, uh, almost like a pirate tune. Um, and you take you take up a table in the corner where you normally were last time. Mm-hmm. It isn't long before Amy comes rolling by and says, "You're back. Uh, food, drinks. Could not wait to see you again. We'll." Have a round of ales and whatever the chef's special is tonight. Chef's special. We have a clam chowder tonight. It is phenomenal. And there's fresh, fresh baked bread. Um, a couple of ales. Absolutely. I will do that. Um, and he, she kind of looks at Elliot. Ale for you, miss? Oh, yes, please, please. Um... All right, I'll be right back. And she goes running off, and uh, she's actually her apron is grabbed by the next table, and a guy says, "Hey, can can, can can and they start devolving into a conversation where she's I'm gonna request something else she can bring. I'm gonna look at Crixus and go, I could go for some clam chowder and wink at him. <laughs> Indeed, Indeed, that does sound fantastic. Ellie rolls her eyes and. Looks the other way. <laughs> Just kind of is perusing the uh, bar. Um, Aaron, you want to make a perception check? Actually, Crixus, you can too, as you guys kind of look around waiting for food. 15. Very good. Mine's a 22. Uh, you both notice... Um, sitting in a corner. Someone that kind of seems actually, and Aranani seems out of place to you. Uh, there, there's what appears to be a dwarf sitting in the corner at a table. Um, he's got a kind of a ratty half uh, half cloak on. And um, You said a dwarf? A dwarf, yeah. Okay. And none of, none, of his, none of his clothing looks particularly good to you. His boots are kind of worn. His pants are worn. The cloak is ratty as hell. Crixus, you see all the same things, but something strikes you as being very odd about him. There's the glint of a breastplate beneath the cloak that seems entirely too fine to be something. like It looks like he stole it. Like, straight up. Everything looks kind of like his sword is kind of beaten up and everything, and his beard is unkempt, and his hair just kind of, his hood is up, but it all kind of 
piles out of his face and you can see the little just it almost just looks like a little mask where his nose and eyes kind of come out of um come out of the hood but that breastplate is like it just gleams underneath you catch a glint of it as he moves his arm mm-hmm. he's eating food I guess then uh, Crixus will see that Arnon's looking in the same direction as T and say, the wild ranger in the corner doesn't quite fit the personalities in this bar, does it? Mm, no, he seems off. Perhaps we can ask Amy in addition to some of the other questions we might have on uh, a background of that individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do my thing real quick here and see if I can't get some answers too. Now I'm going to lean back and kind of do my thieves can't. Kind of. Yeah. I'm Sorry. a scamp man. <laughs> <laughs> kind of threw out the shocker and I'm gonna wait to see, see if my guy's here or if anybody else is here that would help. Um, in the corner, um, an opposite corner from where this guy is sitting, like you guys are in one, he's across the barn, but then, uh, like on from the other side of the stage, um, you do get a response. Uh, stranger, new in town, mm-hmm. uh, first day here. So whoever it is isn't someone that's a regular here, and they've just shown up. Is what you gather, okay. arm from, or what Aranon gathers from his thieves' camp. All right, so I'm gonna excuse myself from the table and, and walk over to him. Ballsy. At this point, Amy comes and brings food, um, and sets everything kind of down on the table as you're getting up and you're kind of walking past. Um, would you like to change the screen as you approach this dwarf? Dorm. <laughs> Wait, the... Oh? In the corner? Yes. As, as you change, can you change the screen, please, and add the extra frame and unmute our friend here who's been waiting as you go approach this dwarf? Because I'm sure he'll want oh, to speak Jesus. for himself. Holy cow, he's even got the cloak and hood on. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. So, um, would you like to describe yourself a little bit better, Mr. Lazy Dragon? Uh, sure. You did a, a pretty good job describing him. He's he's a dwarf. Um, it's tough to see through all the bushy beard, but uh, he, um, he looks young for a dwarf, but older than you and the rest of your party, likely. Um, uh, you don't see, you see a few, uh, scattered weapons, but being in a pub, they're kind of, you know, hidden with the cloak. Um, he, uh, he has a, let's see, you guys rolled perception, so he, uh, he has a deep tan and, uh, seems to have a significant number of scars on the places you can see on his face and hands. Um, he's... Sitting alone, uh, a decent meal, nothing too extravagant. 
kind of keeping to himself, but definitely eyes darting around the room, trying to pick up as much as he can. You do notice um, Aranon approaching you. So here's the funny thing, John, is I was going to approach the uh, the other, the thief. The other... Oh yeah! Oh, the other thief. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's okay. what, that's what, that's when you I that's why I said I'm gonna go approach table. him because we were just talking about the. You watch Aaron get up from the table, and uh, you see him a, a walk. You think he's approaching you at first, and he actually turns hard right into the corner. So you Crixus have. is eyeing the stranger, and Crixus sees the stranger kind of hard eye Aaron on like he's really watching his movement mm -hmm. that, that's yeah as I as I walk past him I kind of glance in his direction just to get a better look yeah uh, do I notice anything is there anything that I can see that would tip me off to what else he's no at this point everything that uh, the lazy dragon described would be what you had picked up on okay but I don't see the, any like crests or labels or there wouldn't be a not with the cloak on right now. Okay. Yeah. Not that you would see. Uh, so you head over to your friend in the corner. What what is your conversation? I'm gonna say uh So. <laughs> hey. So me and some friends, I'll make this quick. Uh we need a couple things. First, have you ever seen that guy in the corner before? No, like I said, this is his first day here. He just came into town. Okay. So he's he... been here like an hour. Okay. okay. He doesn't... He paid for... I don't know. He, there was a long dicker at the bar over price of things. He might not have paid. I didn't see any money exchange hands. But he may be... I don't know. Okay. Hmm. I don't know what the... He seems kind of off, doesn't he? Seems a little different, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, second, we're looking for a boat. We're trying to get to... What's the name of the place, John? Uh, Luskin. 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 We're trying to find passage to Luskin. Passage to Luskin. I don't know necessarily that there is a boat in town headed that direction. Today or tomorrow. I, I can keep an eye open for you and keep uh, keep an ear to the ground. And if I hear anything, I, I can let you know you're staying here, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I, I definitely will keep an eye open for you. All right. If you find anything, you can leave a, no a message with uh, Amy, the, the barkeep. She, uh, she's familiar with us. Okay. Is there a name I should give her? Uh. Tell her it's for Aaron. Aaron, okay. Will do. Thank you. And I'm going to wave my hand and put some gold down for his next drink, or some coin down for his next drink. Oh, much appreciated. Uh, you notice the waving of the hand, Mr. Lazy Dragon, Worf, sitting in the corner. You notice the waving of the hand, you notice the gold coin. How much for a drink? Uh doesn't matter. You put a gold coin down, that'll cover it. Okay. <laughs> it's a one gold. That'll actually probably cover a couple of drinks for him. He's appreciative, though. 
you go walking back to the table? Yep. So I'm going to leave him and uh, go back to the table. You walk past the dwarf at this point. Uh, Mr. Lazy Dragon, I assume you picked up on all that? Yep. If you're watching intently. Crixus, you were watching um, the dwarf watch the conversation between Aranon intently and this other guy intently. Mm -hmm. um, would you like to do anything as Aranon is walking past you? Uh, yeah. Oh, are you talking uh, to Crixus? Direct to the Lazy Dragon. <laughs> Okay. Um, probably uh, finish the rest of my meal, and then I see that they've got food, so I'll I'll hold, knowing that uh, that's important. Okay. So see if I can Aaron, catch any you, go by, you go by, and he's kind of watching you and the table as you go walk walking back to the table. And Crixus, you you notice this that he's watching you. Aaron, I get back to the table, and Ellie's oblivious to everything that's going on and she's just eating. She was famished. <laughs> so, Crixus is going to say to Aranon, Aranon, it might be time to ask the stranger if he has business with you. It seems as though he was very intent in witnessing your conversation with the Thief's Guild member. Yeah, I kind of noticed, and he gave me the, he, I think he gave me fuck me eyes when I walked past him, but I'm not quite sure. He was, he was staring at me pretty hard, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're a good looking man, but I'm not sure that was what he was after. Oh, I'm pretty sure it was. I think he looked at Ellie my ass. Ellie freezes a spoonful of chowder when she hears Crix to say you're a good looking man. And continues to go back to eating when, when she realizes that what the conversation was about. And she's kind of looking around, looking, and she sees um, the dwarf in the corner now. And she actually smiles and waves at him. <laughs> Being who she is. Well, the the ice has now been broken, Aranon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to pound my ale, and I'm just going to get up and go sit, go sit with him. You're gonna go. You're gonna go approach him. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna plop myself down across from him and say, "What do you want?" He'll slide back his uh, his cowl and and say, "I uh, <laughs> couldn't help but couldn't help but notice you uh, sounded like you need a ship going north." That registers. Oddly, you're not. Because he wasn't with the earshot, and you guys were kind of with the band going and everything. The fact that he heard you. Uh huh. So I'm I'm just gonna sit there and look at him and say, "Hmm, you heard that, huh? You may have heard wrong. What makes you say that we're looking for a ship?" Oh, I didn't say I heard you. I said I I knew you. Or I, I I'm I'm very adept at uh, reading lips from across the room and uh, your your friend over there said something about Luskin I'm gonna go look, glance over at Crixus you have a not ship not that friend the one the other way I'm I don't know what you're talking about I went and bought an old friend a drink he didn't say anything about Luskin sure uh, I the matter still stands. Are you looking for transport to Luskin? 
As a matter of fact, we may be looking for transport. Do you know of such a ship? Well, I'm new in town here. This morning I helped load a bunch of cargo headed that direction. Um, and uh, it's, it's nothing fancy. It's a cargo ship. Not really meant for passengers, but there's plenty of room. Not a lot goes to Luskin and not a lot comes back. <clears throat> Let me go and speak with my uh, fellow travelers. Hold tight. So I'm going to go and sit uh, between Aaron, uh, be, you know, go back to the table, and I'm going to tell uh, Ellie and Crixus to face away from the guy. <laughs> and so we're all going to be kind of. What's that? She looks at you strangely for a second and says, okay, and kind of slides into the other chair so that she's kind of facing away from him. Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? So we're all kind of facing the opposite wall <laughs> in a <laughs> row. <laughs> and I I said, he reads lips. Oh. He knows we need a, a ship. useful skill. Yeah, well, he knows we need a ship and he knows we're going to Luskin. And he's offering us passage. Did you perceive any ill intent? I can't get over the fact they can read my fucking lips. <laughs> um, he waved right away. He's yeah. Well, that means he either wants to rob us, or he actually wants to help. Does he look like he could rob anyone? Look at him. The tatty clothes. The uh, I look, mean, look if he wanted us, I'm sure he would be dressed much better if he could actually do it. I'm just going to put my head in my hands and say, you don't know how any of this thieving works, do you? There's certainly well, I, more I, I, to this young fighter than... What's that, John? <laughs> Ellie says, I look at you and the way you are dressed and the way you present yourself, and you are good at what you do. You've actually stolen things out from under people when I've been standing there and I haven't noticed. You're good at what you do. If he was good at stealing, he'd probably be dressed more like you and less like himself. Wow. <laughs> you notice every once in a while Ellie's, the, the blonde-haired woman is turning and looking at you. Everybody <laughs> looks and acts their own way. God damn it. You know what? That's not the point. The point is that he's offering us passage do we want to risk it i don't want to get on a boat with this dude if he's going to throw us overboard and take our stuff i don't know how many people I'll, are on his I'll boat give them, i'll give them just enough time to have not enough conversation and i'll come sit across from them in their booth <laughs> since it's open fantastic yes they open up the seats on the back side so you can waltz it over and he's, the dwarf comes waltzing over and uh, slides into the booth opposite you guys all right, so my hand's on my crossbow like Han Solo and Greedo. Because <laughs> I don't know what this guy's doing right now. All right, so he'll um, put his hands on the table, and they're empty. Um, he just puts it, he'll just put his hands on the table, and uh, it's like, the ship's name is the Busty Mermaid. She's leaving in the morning. Captain's name is Gorwin Fishbottom. Ten gold apiece, which is about half the price you'd pay for a passenger ship. Don't pay me, pay him. And then he'll uh, he'll get up and walk away. Um, Ellie grabs at you and grabs your cloak as you're going by. She says, "Do you have a name, sir? My name's Ellie." 
Yes. My name is Derek Rumrock, but you can just call me Doc. Doc? Okay. Yes. Um, Doc Rumrock. What's in this for you? Somebody to hang out with on the ship. (laughs) More stories. More stories. Can you guarantee safe passage? Uh, I can guarantee you'll get there. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Aaron, uh, any ship in the sea, I mean, guaranteeing safe passage, you know how unrealistic that is. I'm asking more along the lines of, can he guarantee safe passage from the other people on the ship? How well do you know them? Oh, you have nothing to worry about. He's a halfling. Ellie kind of looks at you guys. that everyone knows about halflings. Ellie kind of looks at you guys and goes, halflings? I mean, he's like every other damn halfling. This is going to be fine. This may actually be perfect, you guys. Crixus is going to say there's unlikely to be a better offer on the table. Did you have any luck with your friend in the corner, Ellie says? I'm I'm shooting Ellie a look because I told, I told, I told... Um, Doc, that uh, it was just an old yeah, friend. I, I'm aware. The yeah. DM's aware. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm shooting her a look, and uh, I'm going to ignore her and say, well, Doc, it looks like you've got three passengers. All right. With a relatively elaborate bow, he will, uh, that's, you know, kind of dissimilar to his outfit, he will uh, take his leave. Doc, 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 wait, 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 wait. The, the dock master yes. doesn't know about the ship. Where should we meet you guys? Apparently, it's got to be on the shore somewhere, right? Uh, it's you'll find it. Look, if you can't find it, look for me. Okay. Huh. All right. Or listen for me. You'll hear me. When does the ship depart? I uh, wouldn't be too long after sunrise. So we'll, we'll look for Doc at dawn. Doc at dawn with the red cloak? Are we playing Clue? We have to figure <laughs> this shit out? <sighs> Fine. Yes, we will do that. We will look for you at dawn somewhere where there's water and a boat and maybe possibly you. <laughs> Jelly backhand. Wonderful. We'll see you in the morning, Doc. And we'll stop right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I lost track of time. <laughs> it's exciting when there's introductions and stuff. Hmm. Wow. All right, well, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, welcome <laughs> oh, to the party, so, pal. So warm. I believe it. I believe it. That was, that was actually great, Jeff. So everyone out there, uh, Lazy Dragon, Jeff. Uh, is going to be with us as Doc going forward here. We'll see where this leads, as long as he doesn't die or throw anyone overboard or be thrown overboard himself. (laughs) The funny thing is, you you suddenly find yourself with three dog sleds and four people. That is weird. (laughs) And maybe a 
We'll figure it out. Yeah. We can drag him behind one of the dog sleds. Or, I mean, one will be for sale, three will be for free. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Unique. Problems for the north. Tom, you want to give us a rundown here? Absolutely. So we are Two Nerds, One Quest everywhere. Literally everywhere. Um, Patreon. Uh, my mind just went blank because I cannot get over Better. that red cape. That red cape so just excited. made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, That's perfect. Two nerds, one question. So we're all on Twitter. I am Tom M. Norman, T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M-A-N. JC is Wildfire1265. Cooch is Crazy Cooch. And Genius is Lazy Dragon GB. All on Twitter. And we have two nerds, one quest on Twitter. The number two, nerds, the number one quest. Uh, show your support. Uh, give us a follow here on the stream. Download the podcast, subscribe, um, give us some ratings. We're looking for some ratings. Share this with other people. Um, let other, you know, let people who want to learn about Dungeons and Dragons know about this. Because clearly, I'm not picking it up too quickly. <laughs> I'm always asking questions, so we're going to learn a lot from us just in general because we do explain quite a bit. And JC, being the professional DM, is actually really good at explaining it. It's professional. I don't know, but professional. I make plenty of mistakes of my own and that's another thing if you're Just thinking about it. dming watch this and watch the mistakes i make and understand you don't need to be perfect the important thing is, is if you look around you look at ryan right now he's grinning jeff's got a grin on his face tom we're having fun and if everyone sitting at your table is having fun you've done a good job as a dm that's the only measure that you need to take correct um and if you do want to you know show some support uh patreon.com slash tuners one quest we have some cool, uh, some cool stuff there for you uh, if you become a Patreon, as well as uh, our Discord channel. Uh, there's some special Patreon channels in there as well that uh, probably give you some benefits. Again, two nerds one quest, Patreon.com/two nerds one quest. Um, for Genius, the Lazy Dragon, Cooch, and JC, I am Norm. See you later. Boomtown, get him. Don't fall off the boat. <laughs> <laughs>